January 27, 2022. It's a lot from Pedro's show. Have you ever heard anything about philosophy? Well, uh, I've What have you read? I'll tell you what I've read. You know these books that they put out, uh, books, this made simple, that made simple, all of science. Uh huh. Well, they got one called Philosophy Made Simple. Uh huh. Well, I read that.
Lot from Pedro Show. Happy Thursday. Start off. Happy with Thursday. Coltrane. You can tell people I'm not man alone. Well, let's see what we just heard. John Coltrane talking to August Bloom about philosophy, 1958, and then Poopa knows best. El Cabong. And as you can tell, I'm not man alone because of those Skype engineers uh, in Estonia. Their Skype invention, I should say, software engineers. We got Walter Wright, now Margolis. Chester, New York, Bob, I, Massachusetts. <laughs> Welcome aboard, yeah. both you guys again. Always a pleasure, man. Yeah, absolute. <laughs> and this edition of Watt Pedro Show, we're going to learn about El Cabong. Since we, you've both been on the show, talk about your own music, uh, enlighten us on uh, how this came to be. Uh, well, we had been, we had actually been playing together on and off in different, uh, you know, projects. I mean. And then we, we we did a tour together uh, with a third person back in 2016, and we had so much fun as sort of being the we weren't quite the backing band, but uh, we were sort of sometimes almost treated that. Way. So we were having so much fun playing together. It was me with my objects and stuff, and Walter with his uh, with drums and electronics. That we just kind of decided we kind of continued as a duo, and so you know, and then it morphed because Walter has had his uh, his his. Uh, is video synth, which processes video, and um, he should tell you about actually that he knows it way better than I do. But it kind of you know we've been playing together in different things, but it kind of came from that, and that kicked it off. You were helping this third person. Uh, it was uh, Mayasa, uh, Maya Miyasa Curdy. Okay. Uh, Walter knew her, and uh, so basically she was coming back to the states, came to do a tour. Uh, Walter invited me to come play, and the three of us. And we, had, I had never didn't know her, and we had never all played together. So uh, it was, you know, it was, it was a pretty good tour, and all went well. And uh, you know, so she was uh, voice, theremin, movement, and we were electronics, drums, uh, objects, and stuff. So, but sometimes it kind of, you know, sometimes it just kind of felt like. Well, we just had a lot of fun back there. So not that we were the backing band by any stretch of the imagination, but. Um, you know, just just the the interplay we were having between us and you know with her as well, but just particularly what was kind of going on, you know, with us because sometimes it really was like almost she would be telling stories or doing stuff. So you know, again, it wasn't it wasn't like it was a we were being fronted by somebody, but you know, sometimes it kind of felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> and how long ago was this? Uh, this is actually uh, 2016, the spring of 2016, I believe. So. Well, six years almost. Right. And when was the first El Cabong gig? Well, do you remember? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. It must have been uh, well, probably right shortly after, after that, that tour. Yeah. Officially, we became El Cabong. I've known Al for years because when I lived, well, when I lived in Michigan and was part of the tape thing in the 1980s, I bought tapes from Al from Sound of Pig, and that was the one place I could get, actually, one of the two places I could get experimental music, because it kind of interested me. The other one was Ron Lassard at RRR Records. So that's when I, I first became aware of Al. I'm not sure when I first met Al. Well, if we actually uh, met, uh, so... And I think we also must have traded tapes because I do have in my tape collection a bunch of projects Walter was on. So he may have yeah. bought some 
we also may have swapped. But uh, I met, we had, so we actually met the first time Walter did the uh, Small Computer Arts Network. Uh, I'm not sure how many of those you ended up doing, but there was one in 19, in Philadelphia and what was that, 87, 88? Something like that. that. And was I was invited. John Hudek at that one? Yeah, it was. So I, uh, yeah, I, I remember from, that one. Yeah. So it was, uh, I stayed I stayed with John Hudak, and it was uh, John and myself and Charles Cohn performed yep. as part of that. And so that's when I actually met Walter for the first time and then didn't see him again until the early 2010s. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, that's, a, that's a space. But it is. Well, you probably were in context all through, you know. That's what I was going to say, because the, the first it was the cassette thing, right? And then it was CDs. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, so, uh, yeah, we, you know, I did, you know, simultaneously for a little while I ran my Pogus with, uh, Sound of Pig and then, you know, the, the cassette thing just at that time kind of collapsed for a while. So, uh, I was doing the CD label, but, uh, yeah, so we actually reconnected, I guess Walter, had, you know, Walter was actually in Lowell by that point and, um, he had his, the, uh, the 110 gallery and we actually reconnected this little festival in, uh, Livermore Falls, Maine. And it's, Probably, I don't even know what year, 2014, 13. Uh, we were there. He was there. Sounds uh, we about re- right. We yeah. reconnected. He told us about his the gallery. And, you know, there was a whole there was a whole uh, northeast <laughs> uh, music scene that I was kind of unaware of. I mean, I'm, you know, because I'm 50 miles out of New York City. So I was sort of more any gigs I was doing was more, you know, uh, New York City centric. And then. To find out about the the Hudson Valley scene and then the uh, Massachusetts and uh, Western Mass and you know uh, the Crank Sturgeon Idum the whole thing up to sort of Portland etc was like kind of interesting and you know and a joke I mean not, not even it's a joke but I met and pl- got more gigs from going to the the, the Fantasia Fest in uh, Livermore Falls. And then, you know, reconnect with Walter and Idem and a bunch of folks and, you know, gigs I was getting in the city, much more fun ones and better ones, too. So it was sort of this weird reconnection, but that was great. And, you know, lots of music has come out of that in terms of playing with, you know, Walter, playing with Crank, playing with other projects and other people from up and around. Right here, you're heading in the, in the spring my, yourself there, Mr. Watt. <laughs> Helping uh, Mike Baguette in his MSSV proj, Stephen Hodges on drums. He gave me this uh, stars in my pocket. Well, I'm yep. going to play this, okay? All right.
Why for Pedro show? That chunk of music started off with Stars in My Pocket, El Cabal. Then we had Sam Lockward, Bob Bucko Jr., Real Road Town, Iowa Guys. I just gave the bass for another album with uh, Sam Lockward. It's called, uh, I think it's with a Philadelphia guy on drums, Purple Pie Plow. Like a twisted up T-Rex lyric. And then uh, Mobius Trip, part four. This is live at the Texas Theater, Wands Dover. And uh, final, that big Mobius piece. And finally, El Cabong with Pixel Deformation. So do you remember the first recording you guys did together uh, as El Cabong? That was probably from, uh, I can't remember, it was 20, in 2016. I think that actually the first recordings, uh, that at least that came that we released, were uh, some live stuff. We did a tour. That's in, right. I have, we have a CD with the tour that we did, remember, when you had to go down to Florida, and we did that long tour, and then released, I released that as a CD. Yeah. And what was it well, called? Was... Because you got the, you gave me some notes, and you, you actually gave me the titles of the CDs they're from. Yeah. It was the no. very, very first CD. It was a tour, but I don't think I gave you anything from that CD. Okay. Okay. This time around, I think maybe I gave you something from that one when I just did when you just did the interview with with me. Right. Yeah, but I think all the El Cabong stuff you have is from uh, the recent CDs that we've done since that tour when we got, you know, more formal. <laughs> well, this this last tune, right? The third tune, uh, Pixel Deformation. You had a guest, right? Ah, Peter we did. Chamberlain. 
Who was the guest on that? Peter Chamberlain, it says, on homemade... Oh, Peter, yes. Like a mariachi bass and contact mics. Yep. uh, Yep, Peter. Peter's out in Hawaii right now. He's actually... I think he's... He is from New York, right, Al? Uh, I believe so. And he'd been living up in like, uh, what was it, part-time like in Rochester or Syracuse and then part-time in, because uh, you, yeah. you knew him better than I do. I mean, I. Yeah, I he's a, from the Syracuse area. He's one of those upper Hudson Valley people. Okay. He has a place in the Adirondacks and he was at the Experimental Television Center years back. And then he got a teaching position in Hawaii and moved out there. But we used to see him in the summer because he would return in the summer. And we ran across him at, at uh, uh, Matt, oh, Matt Lutzak's Buddy Fest. Yep. And that's how this came around? You guys collaborate with him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we sent we sent Peter some stuff and said, hey, you know. Oh, uh, so it was like trading files. Yeah, we were okay. trading files. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Because, yeah. Well, that's how he met the most of them. I mean, you know, over the pandemic time, the most of the uh, – that Elkabong stuff has been that way. We haven't been in person. Sure, sure. So most of it's been while trading, and uh, so there's been some live. Uh, I mean, some stuff together when we've been together on occasion, and uh, <laughs> uh, and so yeah. So you know, I mean, that's you know, the, that's the, the interesting thing sometimes about Elkabong is just like, oh, who's going to be the guest this time? <laughs> well, I wonder. That's great. You, you guys didn't get to lay your eyes on the homemade guitarong because I was wondering what that thing was like. How do you make a whole No, no, you can see that. I have no idea what it is offhand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a little bass-centric, and uh, I'm a little prejudiced that way, so I was curious. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, you are uh, bass-centric? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But uh, get their own are trippy. They're string not low to high, you know, and you kind of pluck them in twos. Mm-hmm, really okay. trippy. Yeah, and they ah. no frets, right? It's kind of like a uh-huh. violin, of, like a fretless, I guess. And uh, really interesting, uh, the, you know, the mariachi stuff in Nortenia. Also, mm-hmm. the, the lot of sousaphone they use, man, and some complicated lines, man. It's really trippy. With Githorone, you got to be kind of more simple, just the way it's laid out. So I was just curious on that. So uh, when situations come up, is it was like when you were backing up that lady? Or it's more like here? For example, Peter, here's some uh, files from us. Now you do something with them. Well, the uh, when you know, like I said, you know, I hate to say we were backing her up because it was a collaborative tour. But you know, but uh, and that was just, and she's not on anything we've done. I mean, that was just, you know, we've toured with her, you know, and it was kind of funny because there was some other stuff going on with, uh, so that we even we couldn't even play all the gigs together because Walter had a couple things he had to take care of, and so there was a couple nights where it was like myself and and and, my, and Maya, and I think a night or two maybe is Walter and Maya. So, but uh, you know, again, it was just you know the things that we do with El Cabong now are invitations that you know sometimes we're doing stuff and then we've run across people or you know just every once in a while we we'll say oh let's invite because you know between Walter and myself knowing tons of people and people we really like. And like to play with and have played with either, you know, one-off gigs or just, you know, oh, we were really nice to play with this person. And, you know, Walter met a few people when he was in uh, Europe the last time. So we just kind of, sometimes it's just the two of us and sometimes we go, ooh, you know, who should we invite? Uh, I'm not sure if he gave you something with Bob Drake, but, 
you know, I think Bob was interested in doing something. So every once in a while, it's people saying, oh, can I play with you? And so we're, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Bob Drake, yeah. The, the collaboration, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so. it's the last one. In, the, in fact, Walter gave me so much stuff, I got to play some <laughs> next show. <laughs> wow, all right. I mean, I love it. You know, I'm, I'm way into it, but it, there wasn't enough time. <laughs> so I got to play on the next edition there. Uh, speaking right. of which, we're at the end of the oh. first hour of the January 27, 2022 edition. Watt Pedro's special guest, Walter Wright, Al Margolis. Hang tight for hour two. January 27, 2022. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro's.
Pedro Show started off the second hour with Takes Two from El Cabong. Then Bombas Prendon with Bex Real and Idem. El Cabong. Idem, because that featured the guest. Uh, you were talking Portland, Maine scene, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Yep. That's Idem. Right. Idem. That's how you say it. Yeah. Interesting cat. Yeah, he's on the show. And, and uh, now this, it takes two. It says Walter Wright, board weevil. What, what's a board weevil? Oh, board weevil. It's a little little electronics board. It's a touch-sensitive circuit. It was built by uh, Tom Bugs, who's an English circuit designer, uh, worked with electronic music. And he, made, he started making them as little demonstrations for workshops that he was giving. But um, there's a, a few of us who have adopted it as an instrument. This is the third version of it, I think, and the last version. He's not making any more board weevils. But, so, and, and, so, and it says, in a oh. theft table, played himself? <laughs> yes, he did. He played, yes, Idem. There's no way to uh, identify 
really. Uh, Idum doesn't play an instrument per se. He is the instrument. He is the instrument. I mean, he does have some objects on the table, but really, if you think about it, the instrument is himself. Yeah, because in the credits you, you gave me, it says objects with item theft table himself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. I was wondering whether he was the object on the table. <laughs> uh, he's I've the never object seen of the table, or maybe he's the subject yeah. of the table. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him on the table. I don't think uh, the table is quite able to support him. I have seen Crank on his table, but. But not Idum. Idum's a fairly big guy, so you know he's. Yeah, a, right, uh, right. And, and and when you list something like objects, I mean that could be anything, right? <laughs> that's right, and that's that's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. it. It could be anything on that table. Right. Yeah? right. right. So you never know what Idum's going to bring. Sometimes it's a hot plate with a contact microphone inside a like a pot which is boiling water. Sometimes it's. It's a, you know, a stuffed teddy bear. Who knows what it's going to be? Well, were you in the same room with them, or was this a file trade thing? Oh, this is, again, uh, trading files. Okay. So, like, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, right? That's right. Frank Morgan. (laughs) It has been locked away in his little main, uh, you know, retreat for, for a couple of years now. He hasn't been out performing but yeah but so we send him tapes and he has a very interesting project where he he's placed tapes inside an abandoned cabin in the woods and has given people uh a little map (laughs) and the idea is that if you can make it to the cabin yeah you can take a tape as long as you take a photograph of yourself with the tape at the cabin and send it to (laughs) idem so he now has a collection of photographs of people who've come to the woods in Maine to pick up a tape. Damn. That's a trip. They talk yeah, about that's the music, right? Yeah, right. Huh? That's right. A, a, a real marketing strategy there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of which, who, who came up with the name El Cabong? Uh, well, that would be me. Al, Al did. Okay. I had been just uh, thinking of occasional project names once in a while, and it just sort of popped up. And again, you know, we all know it's uh, from our friends, uh, the uh, Swedish Bond Company. That's <clears throat> right. So, uh, oh, really? Because yeah. I'm thinking of Rocky and Bullwinkle and shit. Well, yeah, that's actually. Uh, but you know, we don't want to. If we call it El Kabong, <laughs> then people we don't want to step was. on anybody's copyrights. Yeah, here. absolutely. Anna Barbera coming after us, so yeah. but, we just tell know, people it's El Kabong. And uh, well, there's a guitar angle, right? That's when you hit old people over the head with that thing, right? And I think it takes two. You're listed as the guitar player, Al. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Al plays everything. I mean, right, right. Are... But there, there's no connect there. No, you just like the name El Cabong and the Swedish Bong Company, of course. Well, okay, no, I so... love that. Well, I love Crick, Strobegor, and El Cabong. But when I was thinking of one day, it was like, but, you know, again, El Cabong just becomes the whole... You know, so again, we would just lie to people. So we would just, if you just shift the L to Elka, yeah. and then you just lie to people that it's about a Swedish bond company that we're, so we're hoping actually some Swedish bond company starts and calls themselves Elka, and <laughs> maybe they'll sponsor us. So, you know, maybe, again, yeah. that's an oblique marketing. We'd love to do exactly. Scandinavia. Yeah. <laughs> You're competing within them for uh, 
very sound marketing strategies. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. We travel together. We right. bring them along. That'd be fun. We'd bring them along. Yeah, he can come. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I want to play minus.
Watch for Pedro Show at Chunk of Music. Started with Minus from El Cabon. And then Kato Hideki with Against the Sky. And Token Rings, El Cabon. Now, this has got a guest, Bridget Goldborn on the sax. That's right. That's okay. Birgit, actually. Oh, Birgit. Yeah, sorry. B-I-R. Yeah, yes, that's yes. Birgit Goldborn on the saxophone. Uh, I met Birgit uh, in Cyprus. Whoa. In okay. 2019 at uh, a festival there. Al, unfortunately, couldn't make it, but... Uh, but I met Birgit there, and I said, Al, this is somebody that we should probably, uh, or we might be interested in playing with. So we sent uh, a file along, and, we... and... That's how Token Rings became, became what it was. Okay. And it yeah. says, now this synthesizer is different, right? The other ones on the previous tunes is called AV synth. And this, yep. this one is IFM synth. That's right. It's actually the same thing, except it doesn't have the video component built in. It's a, it's an expanded version. It's a Peter Blosser synth. Yeah. I school F Mobinenthi. Yeah. Um, Remember the uh, Mission Impossible, right? Oh yeah. Well, uh, it's kind of a Mission Impossible. Yes, you've got it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. I think the his. His philosophy for the synth was to make it a mission impossible for for <laughs> regular play synth players. Yes, yeah. and the AV synth was the thing that uh, Walter had, which which is originally what El Caban was touring with, was uh, yeah. the AV synth where Walter would be processing. He would be processing video, but also making sound with the sounds from the AV synth. So that was the that was the original like the tours we would do when we had a chance to do video. Walter would be using the AV synth. Okay. Yep. Okay, and, and and when you like some of these credits, you got amplified drum set. Yep. Now I do. So you're it's running sitting your, right here behind me. Okay, so yep. you're running. There's a little PA, and that's actually what's getting recorded. Nope. There's a crank sturgeon contact mic on an old uh, piece of or well, part of a snare drum that somebody left in the basement of the gallery. Okay. So I put the I put the contact mic on it and said you know this might make some interesting sounds and it made a few you know interesting sounds in the beginning but i kept working with it and eventually i forget who it was uh, i was was playing with stevie norton and with uh oh i forget who it was but anyway they said you know you ought to like uh you know keep working on that it sounds pretty good so a friend of mine sent me this uh circuit that he'd built in South Carolina called the uh, fucked up uh, uh, tape delay unit, which was a little tape delay box. And I put that on it. And all of a sudden, you know, I had a amplified drum kit. That's an amplified but, drum kit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's based around the snare. And then I have, you know, I have a little amp on that. I have a bass drum. I have a bunch of objects that I throw on top of it. And yeah. You know, uh, who, who, who's that guy in the old days? Harry, Harry Parch, the guy who made his own instruments? Yeah. yeah Harry I think yeah. Uh, uh, in Bay Area or something, maybe uh, Oakland or something, Oaktown. And uh, yeah, if he wanted a sound, he he created the instrument to make it. I love that. In some ways, you guys are in that kind of tradition, huh? 
Yeah, well, it was really it was kind of cool because Al does a lot of work with contact mics and he's got uh, a steel cello. He's got, he, I don't know, he plays pipites and, you know. And the voice. I remember some of yeah. your earlier records album with the lady. She was using her voice, too. You, you had some co collaborations. Oh, yeah. That uh, was Kai. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour, January 27, 2020, 2022 edition. Watch for people show special guests. I'm Margolis and Walter Wright. Hold tight for hour three. <laughs> January 27, 2022. It's the third hour of the Watch for Pedro show.
those breathless expressions The sounds of the syllables I picture you Many things I'm afraid to say
Well, for Pedro show, start off the third hour. Well, off air, people, I was getting enlightened. I thought uh, like a Bogart. I felt, felt like a Bogart. So I asked uh, my guests to hold on so they can share the enlightenment. Nip Cow Disked, like a bomb. And then Ben Salter from Tasmania with Crave. And here's somebody from uh, Mary Stobbitz. She was on the show. Uh, this trio, Foam, Rollins, Stobbitz with Outside and Vix, number three. Okay, now now about these uh, names of these titles, like a nip nip cow disc discs. Yep, I'm I'm looking it up here. Okay, and you say it has something to do with uh, somebody who invented the television? Yeah, it does. <clears throat> there it is, nip cow discs. Yes, the disc. Uh, it was really about Philo Farnsworth, who who patented TV very early, and. Uh, since I was, you know, at the television center and everything, yeah. kind of interested in that. And he developed his sort of own language. So I'm not quite sure. I'm just reading here. I don't think I, I put in an explanation for Nipkow discs, but that was one of his inventions as he worked his way towards uh, building an actual working television set. The old Filcos were named after Philo Farnsworth. Oh, is yeah. that right? Okay. I thought, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a Dutch company, Phillips. Uh, but I was wrong. You guys had a third man, Nico, right? Nico. Oh, Nico. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> another 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 file trade who. Uh... You know, we know we play. We've seen Nico and we performed. I don't think we've played with him, but you know, we've been at festivals and Walt has presented him and stuff like that. Some of the uh, X Fests and I guess the galleries. So uh, Nico wanted in. There's another one who wanted to be, you know, play with Elka Vong. So again, uh, we're you guys we're very open to yeah. playing with us. Uh, Al, you were saying something about the titles. Oh yeah, so Walter, you know, so when everything gets done and Walter puts it up on Bandcamp, he was the one who makes all the titles and chooses the uh, images and a lot of a lot of uh, things related to sci-fi, etc. You know, so if you, so it's always I, I have no idea what the titles are when we get done with them. It's like you know, Walter puts them up, I look at them, oh cool, okay, and what's the theme of this one? And so, you know, it's all after the fact in terms of that for me, which is fine. Okay, <laughs> because it's yeah, Al, Al has his own you know CDs to. To figure think about. out and write notes for and stuff. So. 
You know, I'd like to take a little, little load off his shoulders there. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually what I've food. it's usually what I've been reading lately. So you know, I yeah. read a lot of science fiction. So why not? Mm. Fee fi fo fu. Oh yeah, Fubar. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I know that acronym. <laughs>
As it says, originally comes from military slang, fucked up beyond repair. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, or, uh, or beyond any repair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, situation. What's the other one? Right? Snafu. Yeah, snafu. 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 That's it. Uh, normal, all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's right. People, we heard uh, last uh, music for this edition. Fee, fi, fo, foo, El Kabong. Then we had uh, Rubber O. Cement with Corrugate Tumor Cheap and Brief Roar for Pentium. <coughs> yeah, those guys, they have some titles. And then finally, El Cabong, All Al. All Al? Yeah. All I think that's well, I guess called. that's self-explanatory. I think you only <laughs> mixed it, Walter. I don't think you're actually playing on it. I didn't. 
That's because sometimes Al just takes my tracks and does a transformation and doesn't do anything to them. So I decided I'd get him back. <laughs> Turnabout's fair, turn fair play, man. That's right. <laughs> and hence the title. So what's the, what's the plan right now? What do you guys got going? Well, I'm planning to do another drum track here so I can get it out to Al because we're going to try to... Uh, and we sent off some uh, material to Birgit again because we like that uh, CD and hopefully we'll hook up with Birgit and one of her her partners or her collaborators, uh, Marco uh, Wunderlicht. Okay. So. In, in Cyprus, yeah, right? The stuff out there, actually. It's actually funny because there's a bunch of things floating around. We sent some steel cello stuff to uh, Emily Mushu and uh, oh, yeah. y'all. Yeah. So yeah. we're waiting for stuff from people. You know, we're like, you know, just keep cranking away and uh, people just holding us. I mean, not the holding us. They're up, holding us up. Yeah. <laughs> things floating around out there that, uh, right. you know, I don't even can't even keep track of anymore. <laughs> and we have invitees, too. Including you, actually, I think you're supposed to be one of the people we're going to invite to. Uh, I think so. I think maybe we we're going to do a track for Mike. Yeah. I would love to. Mm -hmm. I would love to. I, I was part of something. Now, does Walter have anything to do with this, Al? Ponzi? Uh, well, not not this. Uh, He's going to be on it eventually. But uh, I'm actually still waiting for the fourth track. Uh, three of the people of the quartet. Uh, so you, Ron Anderson, and uh, Kevin... Um, uh, my friend Kevin, percussionist, uh, Kevin Keeley, uh, have sent stuff. And I'm waiting for uh, one other person. He had actually gotten uh, – he was working on stuff and stuff, and then he actually his, he had a computer issue, and then he had COVID. So uh, so I'm waiting for a fourth, and then we will have the uh, – we'll have your version, Mike. So okay. it's pretty good. It's almost a rock version. It's with with Ron's guitar playing, which is, you know, rip-snorting right. guitar stuff. So it's going to be interesting. And then you'll, of course, be the guys who are starting off the next version. But maybe Walter will be in part of that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there is All overlap. Right. There is overlap, right. And, uh, <laughs> Mike, for me to be part of El Caban collab, a tune, who goes first? Do you guys send me the tracks? Like these guests here. Like oh, usually we've sent the tracks. We've been the instigators. Okay, but, okay. Uh, you know, we're open. Okay. Well, that's always been like a mystery to me with improv, improvised music, period. Like, who goes first? That's right. Yeah. You stand there and look at each other and wait. Right. Who goes first? Yeah. <laughs> who, who flinches? Who, who, uh... <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, who gives in first? Yeah, right, right, right. You know. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure we'll figure out the version of how, how, we, want to, how we want to do it. So, uh, But, yeah, we're, you know, we're open. If you want to send some stuff, you can start it. Well, I remember, yeah, <laughs> I remember Ron telling me when he was on the show, when you play with Al Margolis, he plays really quiet. <laughs> he Is does, that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you told me that too, Walter. So, I think I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tell that, everybody that. Yeah, yeah. You get, so you sneak in there. Well, Ron's yeah. from the, yeah, he's more like, uh, he's telling me he was in the early version of Rad, at Rad R and stuff, so which was kind of a Sonic <laughs> Youth type. I remember playing with those guys. In the early '80s, and uh, but uh, yeah, you know, music—it's it, a trip. What it is? I've been reading so much uh, lately about John Coltrane and uh, this thing about man. This guy took blows, man, from the people. Who, who, yeah, making judgments of what jazz is, what ain't. And they call him anti-jazz and angry and all this stuff. And in his own words, he's just trying out stuff. 
<laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, it doesn't it's, it's funny how humans will do this. They'll take something that's liberating and then make it up prison camp kind of trip. And, uh, well, you think about you know think about Dylan going electric, right? You know, right. He took the same type of you know hits and that stuff. It's just like you know there's you know which you know locks an artist or a musician into some thing and like you know why do you want to be in that bag man why do you want to be trapped like i said why do you want to be trapped in a prison that way it's like yeah you know as as a, as a person or as an artist or a musician whatever like you should you know you can do what you need to do you know and and you know i found i mean i personally have found on occasion like you, you know i think i i think one of my cds like uh one of the wanna cds someone said oh this is the best thing you've ever done like at one point you know up to that point <laughs> and i'm yeah, going well, fuck <laughs> Now you've, you know, like, shit, do I repeat this again? Do I, you know, it's like, it, it was, it was actually just weird, you know, and that didn't mean any kind of commercial success, but it was just really like, oh shit, you know, it's like, you know, now someone's actually put that in my head that this was really good. Do I, you know, well, I, I made this guy happy. Should I do that again? Or oh, you should never do it again. <laughs> I, I, maybe I did, but, but it, but it does, you know, it, it puts weird things in your head on occasion when people yeah. like stuff, it's freaky, man. And like, you know, imagine if you're really like, you know, in a, in a in a portion of an art form, music, et cetera, where like, you know, oh, wow, you're, you're a million seller. Well, do I wreck that or I do something completely different? <laughs> well, Not I, something we have to worry about, of course, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love what you're doing and I want you guys to keep on, keep it on. And when you get the new El Caban, please flow. And uh, if you want me to be part of one, man, I would love to do that too. And whatever you guys hey, there's got there's a band camp, band camp uh, weekend coming up on February the 4th. They okay. can buy lots of uh, lots of CDs. <laughs> See that, people? So head on over. El Cabong, and, and, the, and the way you spell it, too. E-L-K-A. Second word, B-O-N-G. That Swedish. Yep. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yep. It's been beautiful to have you on. I can't wait to have you guys back on the show. Thank you so much, truly. Thanks, Mike. Always Thanks, pleasure. Mike. It's great. Okay. People, it's been January 27, 2022. This is what Peter's will keep you powdered. Hey.